The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled and all Jerusalem with him, assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people. He inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet and you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. Since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It really is a great joy to be with you all today and to be able to celebrate Mass for your family. Um, And... uh, my heart's just really filled with gratitude. And in the antiphon for the beginning of the Mass, we said, Behold, the Lord, the Mighty One, has come. And then in the Gospel reading, we hear that word again, like, Behold, a couple of different times, and behold, the star that they had seen preceded them until they got there. And then, like, behold, there was the child and Mary, his mother. And behold is a word that we don't use in English very much. In Italian, the word is echo, and it's used all the time. So, like, when I was visiting my sister in Italy once, and I was walking, my my nephews were taking me around, and we were going to see, like, the Colosseum. And as we came up over this hill, and then you could see this Colosseum in the distance, they'd be like, echo, there's the Colosseum, you know? And, and we just like say that. And in English, we don't sort of go like, behold, like when the Wagners walked in the room last night, I wasn't like, behold, it's that. And, um, but it's, it's really a word that expresses our wonder. And it expresses this kind of, kind of, to be surprised by something great. 
So every time we offer Mass, you know, right before we receive the Eucharist, we say, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, which is meant to evoke in us that kind of sense of wonder. And, and we're living in this season of wonder where our Lord, the second person of the Holy Trinity, became man. God became man. And after thousands of years of waiting, like, behold. And this promise was fulfilled that was made to our first parents in the garden when the Lord said to them, you know, I will send you a redeemer. This promise that was made to Abraham, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky or the sand on the seashore. This promise that was made to David when the Lord said to him, like, I will make a house for you. And all those promises were fulfilled on that day. And it was first like announced to the shepherds we heard at Christmas Mass, you know, these people in their poverty. And, and then today we celebrate this day in which these three kings from the east show up. And, and so our Lord came for everyone, like poor and rich. And he came in order to reconcile the entire world to the Father. Right? Not just the fulfillment of the promise to the Jews, but this reconciliation of the entire world. And for us in our own lives, we have these moments in which we should say, behold, like, like there is our Lord. And, uh, and it's another thing like, that struck me just in a very simple way yesterday was like, the fact that I was sitting here at the table Right, with Shannon and Mandy, who we met like four years ago at a conference, like random conference. I don't know why I was there. Um, like I was there because of all these things God did in my life to take me there. And I think for you guys, it was your first time that you had ever gone to that conference and you didn't know why you were there. Like maybe there's some Catholics, uh, maybe they know something. And, uh, and then like I met the Wagners at this Catholic family land place and they just kind of randomly walked up and felt like talking to me. And then I found out that you knew each other and then we were all sitting around the table together in Tallahassee because I'm here because this retreat that some other people had gone on to told me to go on. There's just all these things our Lord did in order to bring, make that moment happen. Right? He did all those things so that he could show up here in your kitchen this morning. And, and he continues to do that. And we have to be reminded of that. And we have to look for it. Because we live in a world that like, wants to hide that from us. Or we live in a world where we don't want to see that. We live in a world where we want every, the answer to all things to come from science. Or to come from medicine. Or to come from... You know, some expert somewhere, but it's our Lord who wants to enter into our life. It's our Lord who wants to do everything for you. And when we see that, and, we, and when we receive that, we receive that with great joy. And we certainly need to like, have a lot of joy. <laughs> and, you know, we all need to be a light that shines in the darkness. And, and we reflect on that too. It's another Christmas theme that, that our Lord is the light that came to shine in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And that light is extended to us as we receive him in the sacraments and as we receive him in the Eucharist and we carry him within us. 
Like we become another light that fills the darkness of our world. Now, in many ways, we're all called to be the star of Bethlehem that people see and behold, and there's something about that person, and I want to be around them, I want to come to know them, I want to come to know our Lord. And that might be like the most profound thing that we can meditate on during this epiphany is like, how can I be like that star of Bethlehem? Like, how can every thought, word, and work of my life speak that word behold to everyone that I encounter? And so today, let us pray that that our hearts be filled with wonder, that, that our Lord increase in us the gift of the Holy Spirit, which we call fear of the Lord or wonder and awe in his presence. And that we truly do become like that star of Bethlehem that also leads others to encounter our Lord Jesus Christ who came into the world for everyone, for every nation, for every person, that we all might come to be reconciled to the Father.